Becoming an authentic, fearless, fabulous speaker will get you noticed as an expert and an influencer. Everyone has the power to speak from their soul and has a fearless presenter inside just waiting to come out and shine. Welcome to Present Your Power with Abigail Rebecca. We'll show you how to tap into your power, own your authentic voice, and speak your truth on stage, in video presentations, and everyday business life. Now, here is your host, Abigail Rebecca. Hey everyone, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world, welcome to Present Your Power. My name is Abigail Rebecca and it's actually afternoon here in the UK. The sun will be going down soon, it's still a little bit sunny but it will be going down soon, ready for a very special day tomorrow actually because it's summer solstice and right after this I'll be packing up our camper van and getting ready to drive over to Stonehenge. Um, for our first ever summer solstice there. So I'm, I'm so excited about this, which is why I wanted to share it with you um, for so many reasons. But one of them is that it's because it will give me some time away from my office to rest and recuperate and, and really have some fun, which is the most important part of life, I think. So as you may or may not know, as well as hosting this show, I also run a business as a presentation coach. Um, and I often travel and speak on stages myself. So all of this means that I'm pretty busy and I'm sure you are too, right? Yeah, we're all busy within our businesses. So it's it's so, so easy to get into the energy of busy. And um, I have to remind myself that it's not just the tasks and the action that's important. What's just as important is taking time out. So that's what I'm going to do this week. Take some time out to be quiet and to reflect. And and you know what I I love about um, this time where I'm actually taking some time out. It really makes my creative juices flow. Uh, I can sit down and I can journal, and that journaling then turns into content for my email list and my blog and my social media. So switching off and relaxing and stepping back I guess really it allows us to clear some headspace really um, to make room for inspired thoughts ideas and content so it's all good and well doing that and saying that but then what happens with that content how do you then turn those thoughts and ideas into messages that you can share with your audience like messages that connect with your audience so they pick up the phone or reply to your email or reach out to you by any medium at all and potentially potentially become your clients how do you I guess what I'm trying to say is that how do you step into your power when it comes to marketing yourself online and how do you find your powerful marketing voice? Well, today I'm so excited to introduce Michelle PW, who is an expert on love-based copy, which is all about selling more with love and Michelle is the best-selling author of the love-based business series of books that share how to sell more with love and build a solid profitable business 
on a foundation of love. And in addition to this, she also owns a copywriting and marketing company that has sold nearly $50 million worth of products and services over the past eight years. And Michelle also in her spare time um, writes psychological thrillers, mystery suspense books and and Two are currently published, actually, The Stolen Twin and Mirror Image. And then there's three more book series due out in 2018. Michelle, welcome. Did I get that right? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You got all of it right. And I got a new one coming out, too. It's September 10th, a new novel. So, yes. I'm busy writing over here. Oh, amazing. I love it. I love to meet authors, especially um, like creative writing like you. I mean, it's just uh, it's something that I wish that I could be more passionate about. Um, But I I just I love it. So congratulations on your new book. Well, thank you. It's up on pre-order, so you can take a look at it uh, (laughs) if you're interested. Yeah, is that on Amazon? Um, Yes, I got so I did it yesterday, so that's why I'm all excited about it. It, it began with a lie. So, anyways, but we're here to talk about copywriting, not my other life. I've got, I've got like multiple passions. <laughs> multiple passions going on. <laughs> so, Michelle, a really warm welcome. You're um, well. This is an international show. So, where are you calling from today? Oh, I'm calling from Arizona. I love it. I love the fact that we're all connecting. So the stu- the Voice America studios in Arizona, I'm in the UK, just an hour south of London, and it's all possible through the wonderful medium of technology and airwaves and internet and all of that so not to get too technical about it so um michelle i've i've been aware i'm, I'm really excited to have you on the show today actually because I've, I've been aware of you for over a year now i met you over a year ago um so uh, for our listeners michelle coaches in um my business coaches mastermind um and michelle you've given me personally you've given me some great feedback and advice on my copy um i'm not gonna lie it's not my strong point which is why I'm a presentation coach and not a copywriter Um, but what what I love about you is that you have this like you have this natural ability to really really connect with the audience through your copy um well not just you your team like you know the everything that you touch kind of turns to gold it's it's almost like on the copy like you're talking to them personally so that's what I really love about you and, and why I'm really excited to have you on the show well thank you um I that, that what a lovely way lo, lovely beginning. I really appreciate that. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I think actually my cop my, the copywriting uh, the my ability to write fiction I think has really been able to help me connect from a copywriting standpoint as well because there's a lot of the, a lot of a similar skill set. Mm. Okay, so how so that that's that's interesting actually that the two worlds kind of collide and that, that they yeah. help each other. So I mean what is your story, Michelle? How how did you actually how did you get into this? Did you start off as a as a writer and then became a copywriter or how did it happen? Yes, uh when I was three years old I taught myself to read because I wanted to write stories so badly. So I most definitely my entire life have wanted to write. Wow, and um, and 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 so it, and I, well, anyways, and so I started by that way, and and I remember really wanting to write because I couldn't um, remember my stories. I was trying to use pictures, 
and it wasn't working very well. So that's why I was just always captivated by words. Mm-hmm. And then when I was in high school, I was trying to figure out what to do, uh, you know, while I was re- working on my books, and I wanted, I still wanted something in the writing. And a lot of my, um, uh, so I had a lot of people say to me, well, why don't you be a journalist? And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> That's the last thing I want to be. And it wasn't until college that I realized this whole wacky world of direct response copywriting. And that's what... That's what I started to specialize in, and that's what I mean. There is a similarity because it all has to do with really connecting with the reader on a deeper level. So when you're writing fiction, obviously you're creating a story. You're creating, you know, the fictional dream, and that you know that that people want to enter, to, you know, for entertainment, obviously. Um, but for not for copywriting, you know, you're you're connecting with them because people have a, a real. A problem, uh, you know, a real, something that's really keeping them up at night, and you have the solution. So it's your way of connecting with them to explain the solution. And the thing that's right. different here, and I want to really go with that because, you know, what I talk about is love based, which is we're going to talk a little bit different. It's di- that's different than the traditional that you might have been taught. This isn't about manipulating or persuading somebody to buy something that is not in their best interest. You know, you can use copywriting that way, which is why I think it's been very confusing. But if you, but the thing is, is that if you really look at it from a high level, this is a very noble pursuit because people stand in their way all the time. We all know this, and people, but people, and people have real problems that they need solutions for. So the thing is, is that if you can create a buying environment so the people who are ready to move forward and who are perfect for your solution, that can change everything. But if you don't provide the right buying environment, they're not going to say yes and they're not going to move forward with you. Mm. So this is this is really um, a, a way of connecting with people and like it, it's it's like you're enrolling them in their vision, like. They really want to do it, but they just need a a, a way to do it, like, you know, like a a guiding road through the fog, so to speak, to kind of, you know, like a guiding hand to to take them through to the other side. Yeah, it's, it's. I guess the way I look at it is, I mean, yes, they need they 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 need the way to say yes, but they need the they need to understand. It. Okay, so if you really look at persuasion, because that's really what we're talking about, right? And and the thing is, is that what I'm talking about is deeper than just writing an email to your list um, or even getting on a sales conversation with somebody. This is something that we do every day. Um, you know, we you know humans are social creatures. We live in communities. And part of what that means is that, you know, persuasion is part of how we communicate. And it doesn't matter if we're trying to get our kids to persuade them to go to bed at a certain bedtime or we're trying to, you know, write an email and, and make money for our business. You know, persuasion is is part of what we do. So so the thing is, is that when – so part of what I feel like, I mean, when, when I look at love-based and, and the difference between – the opposite would be fear-based – um, and when I look at creating like a, a buying environment for so the right people to say yes, I mean, part of that is you being able to hold the space so somebody can move through their own resistance. So it's not just, that's what I mean. It's like fear-based is actually more, if you're going to do it in a fear-based way, it's actually more manipulative. 
It's more pursuing. It's more about you. But if you're truly in this love-based space, then it can be very transformative for, for, the, for, the, for both your ideal clients and for you as well. Mm. So it's quite, it's quite unique, isn't it, this um, love, the love-based philosophy that, you, that you're teaching and that you're sharing. So um, what, what exactly is it? Like, can you explain a little bit more about what it is? Yes. So, so yeah, so basically what happened is... Um, what what I started to realize is I you know I studied direct response copy and so to be clear direct response copy is writing promotional materials and it's nothing to do right. with putting a copyright on something and with the um, so it, you know which which I mean by that like you know intellect protecting intellectual property has nothing to do with that mm. and one of the things that I realized was how um, or what? Or a lot of people came to me, I guess, and started talking to me about this. Was how icky so much direct response copy makes you feel. So if you're reading like a sales letter, you know, one of those online sales letters where you're scrolling down forever looking for the price. That's an example of, uh, you know, and you're and you're going, you know, this is so long. Does anybody read this? That's an example of. Uh, you know, the, this kind of the fear-based copy or emails where you're clicking on a link or opt-in pages where you have to, like, give them your name and email address to get something. So a lot of it makes you feel icky, slimy, salesy, inauthentic. And I had a lot of entrepreneurs say to me, you know, can you come up with a different way of writing copy? Uh, you know, a different way that doesn't feel so awful. And they gave me names, like conscious copywriting and attraction copywriting. And I kind of... I rejected all of that. I'm like, first I said, absolutely not. I can't come up with another way to write copy. There's plenty of good copywriting teachers. <laughs> I don't need to clutter everything up. <clears throat> um, and then the second thing was, so then, but then when I, when I got through that, I didn't want to just write like attraction copywriting or something because I didn't want to come up with another. I really wanted to transform the whole direct response copy industry because I knew... I knew it wasn't as bad as what people were saying about it. I mean, they were attributing all sorts of awful things to it. And it, it could be awful, but it didn't have to be. So anyway, so then my friend in 2014, my friend Susan Liddy came up with this book, Love-Based Marketing. And I looked at that and I thought, love-based copywriting. And I thought, well, what's the difference of, uh, you know, what's, what's the opposite of love-based copy? Fear-based copy. And it was like Zoom, like all, like the entire philosophy downloaded into me. And that's when I started writing my book. So I wrote like two love-based copywriting books to really explain the philosophy. But in a nutshell, what this is, is that, you know, traditional direct response copy is, uh, is based on triggering fear-based emotions. All emotions are either love or fear. And fear includes not just fear and anxiety and worry, but also grief, uh, anger, resentment, shame, guilt, Shame is a big one, by the way, that's used in, um, you know, traditional uh, sales and marketing, uh, especially when you're doing the fear-based. So, and then love, obviously, is, you know, love, hope, you know, all the stuff that we prefer to feel. (laughs) And (laughs) what we we want to feel. So, with traditional fear-based or traditional sales and marketing that's triggering fear, um, 
you know that it, so it, it triggers fear, and that's and so it, and so that's how it, that's how it's kind of manipulating you to buy. But you don't have to do that. You can sell with love. So that's what the whole my whole philosophy is. I was teaching about how you can how, because the, quite honestly, hope was always in, like when you look at traditional sales, traditional uh, marketing, traditional direct response copy, all the emotions they're in, they're love-based and fear-based, they're all mixed up. The problem was because you were triggering the, fear, the fear-based the fear emotions, it was tainting everything. It was turning everything to fear. So right. you can separate the two, and you can just sell with love, and it can still work. Right, okay, wow, okay, that's... That is loads of um, inspiration that you've given us, really. We, we, we're we going to go to a break in a minute, but um, when we come back, can we just talk a little bit more about this and kind of just, like, dig down a little bit deeper? Because I just think it's so interesting what you're saying. Um, and I, I think we're all kind of, like, listening on tender hooks. I've definitely got my paper and pen. <laughs> and I'm writing down everything that you're saying. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so we're going to um, go for a break. Um, but you can learn more about Michelle by visiting michellepw.com. And um, that is Michelle with one L. So michellepw.com. Stay tuned as we'll be right back talking to Michelle right after these messages. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you a purpose-driven entrepreneur who wants to create prosperity, wealth, and abundance in your business through public speaking? As a presentation coach, Abigail Rebecca helps entrepreneurs just like you tap into their power and break through their creative blocks to discover their unique presentation style and transform into fearless, authentic, fabulous presenters and influencers. Whether you've never spoken in public before, whether you've spoken a few times and need to improve, or whether you're an experienced speaker who wants to improve your conversion rate, Abby is ready to offer you a free 30-minute strategy session this week. On this call, you'll dig deep so Abby will understand you and what you believe in. What's your big, beautiful vision? Then she will help you to create a plan that will set you up to win. Email hello at abigailrebecca.com and set up a free Own Your Authentic Voice strategy session today. Again, that's hello at abigailrebecca.com. Do we really have a full understanding as to why we do certain things and function the way that we do? There are many different aspects of trauma and you can learn more about them and how to overcome the symptoms by tuning in to Trauma Talk with host Ezrina Rose Scott on Trauma Talk. As Rena and her special guest experts and clients will discuss the different results of trauma and some effective methods in resolving and healing from them. Listen live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You 
you're tuned in to Present Your Power with Abigail Rebecca. To find out more about Abigail and her coaching services, please visit abigailrebecca.com. Now, back to Present Your Power. Welcome back to Present Your Power. Uh, we have someone uh, with us today who really does present her power. It's Michelle P.W. Welcome back, Michelle. Well, thank you. So Michelle is an expert on love-based copy, which is all about selling more with love. And um, Michelle, before we went for a break, you were telling us about um, really what exactly is the love-based philosophy. So thank you so much for sharing that. I just, I, um, I find your take on this so refreshing, um, so inspirational. And I've just said to you in the break, I was like writing everything down because it's it's almost like it's like my personal development hour. <laughs> um, and I'm sure that everybody will be feeling the same as well as they're listening to it. So you um so you were you were talking about um the fact that with love-based copywriting you're not talking into people's fear you're actually um talking into people's aspirations so it's like coming from a place of place of love but then you you also mentioned about you know when you're talking um when you're talking to your audience like think about what's keeping them up at night because what's keeping them up at night you've got the solution for so I guess um, what I really wanted to ask is if, if like what's keeping them up at night would potentially be fear. I would think it would be some kind of fear that would be keeping them up at night. So how does that then translate into love and like your philosophy? This is a great question. And it's, it's something that's very, con- that, that, that there's a lot of confusion. in. so when I went through the fear-based emotions, um, you know, typically you're right. Um, fear and shame are used a lot for sales and marketing and direct response copy. But one thing I didn't say was pain. So, uh, because I don't actually believe pain is under fear-based emotions. So, because uh, the thing is, is that your 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 ideal clients are really in pain right now. So, I mean, there, there is actual, they're actually in pain. It's not made up. They're in pain. And the thing is, is that the other, the other thing to look at pain is, is that pain is a part of this life. Uh, there are people who are born and they cannot feel physical pain. Uh, there's something wrong with their nerve endings. And they tend not to live very long because pain is the body's way of letting you know there is a problem that you have to address. So pain helps us grow emotionally. It helps us grow spiritually. It is just part of this life. What isn't part of this life, and what fear-based, if you're going to use, if you're going, depending on how you use pain in your marketing, um, you can either keep it in the love-based side or the fear-based side. So if you if you agitate the pain, which is a very traditional way of of of, of um, taught that was taught a lot for direct response copy marketing is agitating the pain, you turn it into suffering, and that goes on the fear based side. So, but if you acknowledge the pain in a respectful manner, you can keep it on the love based side, because the the truth that's what I was kind of saying with 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 pain is that you have to be you have to be willing to. You have to be willing to hold the space for people. I'm a big believer that how the sales and marketing process happens uh, it should reflect the, the 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 transformational process. So if you so if you're a coach and you're going to you know help people through 
their crap, you know, to you know their mindset blocks. Mm-hmm. There's good. There, there's going to be. They're going to go through some uncomfortable times, and maybe even really uncomfortable times. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if they don't go through those uncomfortable times, they're never going to actually have the breakthrough. So it's. It's um, and yes, it's on. Yes, we don't want to. It's not like we want to inflict pain on others, but and and we're and we're not intentionally inflicting pain, but we're giving them a space so they can move through it to get to the other side. And that's what this. And, that, and that's to me the difference between using using their pain to agitate their pain, to agitate it in a way to turn it into suffering, so they. They uh, they buy to re- to relieve that suffering because that's really what when you're doing this on the fear based way that's kind of what you're doing it's almost like it's it's like um, you know how you have a bad day at work and you get triggered like some things come up and so then what do you do you come home and you have a drink or you have some ice cream um, you know you know you do things that you're not supposed to have mm. um, and then the next yeah, that day feeling, you know, yeah, right, yeah, because you're, because you're, because that's like, you know, you, you, you've triggered the fear-based emotion, you don't want to feel the fear-based emotion, so you distract yourself with, you know, alcohol or ice cream or, or food or, or gossip or, or starting a fight, whatever. And every time that happens, what happens? The next day you feel remorse, right? Because you've done that. So that's why there's buyer's remorse. So it's like, so the fear-based side of the equation is actually they trigger that, they deliberately trigger that emotion, and then the implied promise in the copy is if they buy the product or service or whatever it is they're selling, that's like the drink. That's like the the ice cream. That will help it go away. And so then that's why there's so much more buyer's remorse when you do it on the fear base. So for the love base side, though, the thing is, is that your ideal clients are truly in pain. So... It's like it's it's like to not acknowledge their pain or to try to that's that's called spiritual bypassing. So if we just ignore their pain or just talk about the happy side or whatever it is, that's not fair to them either. It's like they go to a doctor and the doctor says I can't find anything wrong with you. It's it must be in your head. That is just as disempowering and just disrespectful. So what's what, what what's the difference? We walk, you know, the the difference is we acknowledge their pain, we hold space for it, but we don't agitate it and we don't turn it into suffering. And the way we do that is we acknowledge their pain in, in, you know, in, in, in their copy because that's the only way your ideal clients are going to know you're talking to them is if they actually see the pain, if they actually see that you understand them. And then that's also a way to acknowledge what's going on with them. And that's why I like to say, you know, what's going, what, you know, what's keeping them up at night because that's, that's a way to acknowledge what's keeping them up at night without, um, you know, in a respectful way, without turning it into, uh, you know, agi- without agitating it and turning it into suffering or just, you know, spiritual bypassing it and, and pretending it's not there. Mm, I love that. Spiritual bypassing. And you're right. It's like you're not acknowledging it. You're not doing anybody a favor um, by doing that. It's so detrimental. Exactly. Because, you know, it's not, you know, we all know it's just as harmful to do it the other way, to pretend everything's okay when it's not. So, you know, that's why you have that. But the thing is, is that the the key in this whole thing is you have to be comfortable. Because think about it like if, you know, when you're, you know, there are times where, you know, you're upset and you're crying and you're with somebody who, who, who says to you, you know, they're, 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 
you know, everything's going to be okay, when, it's, when, when we all know it's not going to be okay. Mm. Um, or, and maybe you yourself do this. Like maybe you're somebody who scurries away to go get Kleenex if somebody, if somebody is crying in front of you because their tears are triggering your unfelt fear-based emotions. So that's why this is not... This, that's why this, that's why it's easy to to slip into fear. That's why part of why I want to want to want to say this, because I want you to all, if you have done this in the past, I want you to forgive yourself, <laughs> and I want you to be okay with it, because we're all human and we're all doing the best we could we can in the moment. So this is not about you feeling shame or guilt for not handling things right either. This is about educating you right now. That's what I'm doing is educating you so you can make some decisions moving forward what you want to do. So that's why that's why being able to sit and hold the space for people to really process through what's keeping them up at night, and then giving them the space to make a decision if they're ready to move forward, um, you know, and, and get over it, or they want it, or they need to stay stuck for a while. And sometimes people just do need to stay stuck for a while. We all do, by the way. It's not just there's no judgment here. We all there are times where we just, you know, it's not bothering us enough, so we're just staying stuck. Um, but we have to be able to hold that space and give them the chance to make a decision. When we can do that, we're truly being love-based, and we're truly being in service in our selling. Mm. I've just written something down that you just said there. You said you're, you're um, so you're educating them to make some decisions. So I'm educating you to make some decisions on what you're going to do. Yeah. I mean, that just that is not icky at all, is it? That's not icky. It's not slimy. It's just, it's very matter-of-fact. It's very supportive. It, it, it's that would just come naturally if you were to say that to somebody it, just in any conversation so actually it makes sense that you would say that to somebody that you know could potentially be looking to work with you or that you would like to bring on as a client it just makes perfect sense what you're talking about exactly yeah and, and that's that's because that yeah, educating so i feel like that's really the difference between it because i feel like that's the way i'm doing this as a love-based philosophy i'm educating um, and uh, yes, I have, uh, you know, I have a, I'm, I'm, I'm committed to everybody understanding, but I'm not attached to everybody becoming love-based because if you're not, <laughs> so, so, um, I mean, sure, I have a preference, but, um, if you, but everyone has a choice. And if you want, if you listen to me and you're thinking, oh, that's a bunch of bull, I don't know if I necessarily believe it, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> you can choose here. Um, you know, so, so that's, that's, you know, this is not about you trying to twist people's arm. And, uh, and, and that's, that if I were to do that, I would be slipping into fear. Because fear really is about twisting people's arm and pursuing and, um, and all that kind of, you know, you know that that kind of really icky feeling, feeling feelings. You know, love is about choice. Love is about education, and love is about choice. Yeah, and when you say it like that, it just completely takes the pressure off, doesn't it? It's like you're not yeah. trying to convince anybody. It's like if you want to, if you want to believe it, you want to do it, then do it. If you don't, then that's fine. Like, just make a decision. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The the best thing you can do is make a decision, yes or no, and even if it and and so you have to be. So think about that from the sales conversation. I mean, to truly be, you are committed to this to the person to everybody getting their highest good met. In a, if you're in a sales moment. And, uh, and that means, and that includes you, by the way, you getting your financial needs met. But you, but, but in order, so you're committed to everybody getting their needs met, but you're not attached to the outcome. Because in that moment, you being attached to that outcome might be you want them to say yes to your offer. 
because that will give because then you'll get money, um, and that's very, you know, and that's very common, and uh, and it's easy to do, and that's why working on your mindset is is just as important when you're actually when you actually walk down this route to be love based because. The reality is, is that you can't be attached to that outcome. The moment you're attached to them saying yes in that moment, that's when you're going to flip into fear uh, and you're going to try to do everything in your power to persuade them to say yes, even, even if it's not in everybody's highest good, including your financial good, by the way. Just because somebody says yes in the moment um, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be good for you in the long term. They could end up being a horrible client. And you could spend hours and hours on with them, and then still, and then, and then still have to give them all their money back because, you know, they, they, um, you know, they, you know, they make a big stink about it, about stuff in, in such a way. So, anyway, so that's why you, that's why, um, you, you, you have to just trust that you're going to be taken care of. And I know it can be really scary, which is again why you just you have to be patient with yourself and compassionate as you move through this. Um, and you have to really trust that you that all will be well, and you will be taken care of, and you just can't get too hung up with what it looks like in the moment. So, Michelle, are you saying that fear-based copy works to some extent in the short oh, yeah. term, but it's just it's not sustainable because that's quite often where the buyer's remorse comes from. It's. I wouldn't say it's not sustainable because there have been businesses that have been built and have lasted based on fear, and that was really the traditional way that people sold for quite a number of years. So it's certainly you can certainly sustain it, but what I will say is that it does erode your brand over time, and uh, and I would also say that it's um, and you will be dealing with a higher, you know, you will be dealing with higher refund rates. So, so okay. So the people there are there are entrepreneurs out there who have embraced the fear base, which is, I mean, like I said, that's their choice. And so, with them, what they their business looks different than a love based business. With them, their business, um, you looks like they have a lot more sales in the moment. Like they they will they will be the ones with they will have bigger launches. They will be the ones with, who speak on stage and have more people to the back room. But then they will be the ones who ha- who have to deal with a you know a thirty percent refund rate. So um, because that because they, they're 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 so good at triggering the the motions in the moment, and then they they have they, and so they end up getting people who are not a good fit, um, and and or or just or just feeling buyer's remorse anyways. So. So it, and and the, and the people who are truly walking that path are are okay with the high refund rate. They look at it as a cost of doing business. So the, if you look at it from the love based side of it, for them, you, it may be. I'm not that you have. Um, and by, by the way, I'm just giving you, you know, this. I'm giving you giving you what could happen. But the thing is, is that you know there are fear based. There are businesses who sell on sell using fear, and they don't have big launches. So I don't want to say that everyone that has a that sells with fear is a big launch. That absolutely does not happen. They crash and burn too. Just like with love based uh, launches, you you may you still can make a lot of money on it. So I'm not, so there's so that's not what I'm. But 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 it, you may not make as much. You may and it, it may is a key word here. So in the moment you may make fewer sales, but over the long term 
you will have you will work less for the for those sales. People will come to you naturally. You will have a higher reputation. You'll have a higher brand aware. That's the kind of thing that you're going to work for. So, um, and if you look at a launch situation with the fear based side. If you, if you, you know, you get, if you get really caught up in how many sales, like, you know, meeting a certain goal, you might miss the fact that if you did it on a love-based way, that you would have people coming to you later and say, um, you know what, I, I didn't really want your group program, but I want to hire you for VIP. So you can still make your financial, my point is you can still make your financial goals if you just aren't that attached to an, an actual specific outcome. Mm. And I, I guess, um, with the love-based approach as well, as a result of having, um, you know, potentially longer-term happy customers or clients, then your referrals will go up as well, and also your retention exactly. rate. I mean, it's it's a, it sounds like a win-win to me. Exactly. Yeah, retention's higher, word of mouth is higher. Exactly. So that's what, and so that, and those take a little bit longer to get going. So that's why it, it can be a little bit slower start. Hmm. Yeah, no, I can, I, I, I get that. We're, um, oh, I just find it fascinating talking to you. I'm just getting so much information from you today. Thank you so much for sharing. We're, um, we're going to go for a break now, but um, when we come back, um, we're going to be talking to Michelle about uh, love-based business um, as well, because Michelle, that's something that you talk um, quite a lot about as well. And I'm, I'm thinking it's kind of got like similar connotations, but it'd be really good to find out that from you. So um, we'll catch up after the break. Um, so if you do want to find out more um, about Michelle, you can visit her website, which is michellepw.com. And remember, that's just with one L, michellepw.com. Stay tuned. I was all We'll be right back after these messages. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you a purpose-driven entrepreneur who wants to create prosperity, wealth, and abundance in your business through public speaking? As a presentation coach, Abigail Rebecca helps entrepreneurs just like you tap into their power and break through their creative blocks to discover their unique presentation style and transform into fearless, authentic, fabulous presenters and influencers. Whether you've never spoken in public before, Whether you've spoken a few times and need to improve, or whether you're an experienced speaker who wants to improve your conversion rate, Abby is ready to offer you a free 30-minute strategy session this week. On this call, you'll dig deep so Abby will understand you and what you believe in. What's your big, beautiful vision? Then, she will help you to create a plan that will set you up to win. Email hello at abigailrebecca.com and set up a free Own Your Authentic Voice strategy session today. Again, that's hello at abigailrebecca.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? 
Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories, resulting in transformed lives. You'll learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and a replay Fridays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Women's Channel. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Present Your Power with Abigail Rebecca. To find out more about Abigail and her coaching services, please visit AbigailRebecca.com. Now, back to Present Your Power. Hey, welcome back to Present Your Power. My name is um, Abby, Abigail Rebecca, and today we have Michelle P.W. Hey, Michelle. Welcome back. Today is all about the love. We've been talking about um, love-based copy, which I just find so fascinating. I really love it. I'm probably a little bit biased. I'm a real advocate for it. Um, but also you talk about love-based business. So what what does it mean to have a love-based business, Michelle? A business you love and that loves you back, because that's kind of what I, how I like to say it. And it's even for people who um, are established business owners, but they don't have a business that they love or they don't feel like their business loves them back. So a big, a big part of that is, 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 you know, having, so, okay, so having a business that you love, having a love-based business means having a business you love, which means, of course, well, you, you love it. You know, it, it's, it's, you know, you feel fulfilled, however fulfillment looks for you. So for some people, they want to be changing the world, and their business is reflecting that. And for other people, um, it's just providing a, a good income for their family and themselves and or, or time freedom or whatever that looks like. So they love the business, and a, a lot of times it also is like it's structured well. Uh, I just have a, my newest author in the Love-Based Business series, Sean Driscoll, just came out with Love-Based Business Models that can really help with that so that you can make sure that your business is that you have the right business model um, that that is a business so that you feel so you don't feel stressed or overwhelmed or burned out because you're trying to work in a business that isn't suited for you. You've built a business that you know you've, you've built a business that w- might work for somebody else, but it doesn't work for you. Um, and then the and then the, you know, your business loving you back. That means that your business provides you financially. It provides you with time freedom. However that looks, uh, it fits into your life the way you want it to. So your business isn't your life, but it's supporting your life because I think that's really powerful as well. And so that's that's kind of some of the key pieces of that. And also, if you have a love-based business, I do think you have to look at all areas need to be need to be in love. You have to be in alignment here. So you can't. So if you so if you want to have a full love-based business, that also means how um, you have to look at your sales and your marketing to make sure that you are bringing people in with love as well, so that you are congruent and in integrity throughout your whole the whole business. So how how do we 
get started then with that, Michelle, what what what's sort of your um, advice, your strategy on getting started with that? So the first thing is I is to sit down. That's a great question. Um, and so I would say that if you if you I'm assuming you have a business, um, and so so I would sit down and really get honest about your business. Um, and this can be really scary because you know I, I had I studied law of attraction too. In fact, law of attraction got me real messed up, but that's another that's a story for another day. Oh, really? That's another interview. That's another interview. But uh, but uh, you know so so there's this idea that if you start listing, or at least I had the idea that if you start listing all the things you don't like about your business, suddenly it'll all come true and and, and everything will get worse. So you know I was very much in the the whitewashing, uh, the spiritual bypassing about how I felt about my business for many, many years. But the problem is, is that, you know, you, all the spiritual bypassing in the world doesn't change the underlying feelings and emotions, which, of course, is what's, um, you know, which is what's really, you know, making, changing your reality more than your thoughts. So I would say get very, very clear on what you like and what you don't like. And, um, and even to the point where you might even decide that you there are things about your business that you hate. And I, like I said, I know it can be really scary, but if you don't actually get clear, and, and, and I, so I would say journal about it. And you might even want to write a letter to your business. Um, and if you're really angry with your business right now, which you might be, um, maybe write it's a hate letter. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Um, your business is probably unhappy with you too. By the way, I am a big believer that businesses are living entities. Um, you know, they're not alive like you know you and I and my you know cute dog looking at me, but they are. I feel like they're living entities. They grow, they die, they change. So just like uh, you know Elizabeth, if you read Elizabeth Gilbert's uh, Big Magic book, she talks about ideas being living entities. I think businesses are living entities, like an idea is. So, so your so write write to your business, and then and then have channel your business back, have your business write back to you, um, and and see what your business has to say. This can be hugely illuminating as to what's really going wrong with your business, and where you need to look at it. And what one thing like I, for me, I because I did this. Um, and one of the things that I realized was that I had I, I had the wrong business model. That's why um, I was so excited to bring in Sean Driscoll. Um, I have a love-based publishing company to talk about love-based business models because I was in the wrong business model. So that was the source of a lot of my unhappiness um, because my business was structured wrong. So it can be something as simple. I don't I don't want to say it was it was it was easy necessarily to change it over because I was kind of stubborn, but it it was a simple fix in retrospect versus um you know, you might be you might be under the impression there's something hugely wrong when there really isn't something hugely wrong. It's just a simple it's a simple fix. And you just think about maybe, you know, all the the months, even years that people could just go on and on and just keep going, keep going. And they're not actually in love with their business. And it's just something like that that can just make all the difference. Yes. Yeah, my, my, the book, the How to Start a Business You Love and That Loves You Back, it is, it's, 
um, it's a free book. It's on my blog. Plus, you can get it on Amazon, and it's full of exercises. So, it, that can also be a good prompt. You know, what I just said here can be a great way to start, or that book can give you even more pointed questions to really kind of go through and help pinpoint where the problems are in your business and, and why, you know, why you've fallen out of love with your business or your business has fallen out of love with you. That's fantastic, Michelle. So, did you say that that is available on your website? Yes. So, michellepw.com and, and my blog. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's lots of places. So, at, at Amazon, you can also get it on Amazon, too. And Barnes & Noble, you can get it on the Nook. So, yes. Okay, cool. And you were talking about... Um, you know, write write a letter to your business. I love that idea, and then channel your like channel your business so that it tells you back. So, how did you do that? Did you do that through meditating, or did you do it in a a different way? Can you just kind of share how you did that? So, yeah, it's. I, I mean, I kind of did it. I, I I was doing it similar. Have you have you heard of God writing? You know, I was sort of doing it similar to that. You know, where you like you say like you know you write. So, God writing is. Um, you know, you write like me, you know, colon, you know, it's like, hi, God, are you there? And then you have like God. And by the way, when I say God, if you are not uncomfortable with the word God, you don't have to use God. You can use source or universe or whatever. I'm just using God because, well, that's what I used. And, um, yeah. And just to make it easier to explain. Um, so me, colon, God, are you there? And then God, colon, of course I'm here, my child. You know, so then God answers. Then you go me and you ask your question and then God, colon. So you, you go through all that and at the end of it you thank God. Um, make sure you, make sure you thank whoever it is you channeled <laughs> for, for showing up or they might not show up again. Uh, next time. But that's how you do it. And it can take a little while to kind of get warmed up. Um, so, but, and that's kind of what I did. I did a similar process where I started talking to my business. Now, I'm going to just say right now, when I did this process, um, I, I, my mother died in, in 2015, and that kind of just changed the world on me, um, because I, I, it finally landed how short life is and how, like, all the books that I had inside me weren't getting written. And I needed to, what I needed to do was change my business model so I actually could get my books written. Um, but to do that, it started, I, I had to start with, with, with getting to the handle of what was, what was wrong. So I wrote, so I was in a kind of an emotional state anyways. And I kind of started with, uh, with almost a hate letter of everything that I hated. And then, um, and, and because I was already so close to my emotions, I was able to dig deeper. And then I was able to, and then, and then after I, I went that way, then I went the other way and kind of pretended to, to, you know, have the business answer the letter. Um, so you might not be, hopefully you're not. I mean, it's, you know, in that, in that emotional state, but I think if you did something kind of like what I just described with the God writing or a meditate, or, or you write meditating and just kind of really dropping into it, that can be really helpful. Okay, great. No, that sounds, um, it sounds really, really powerful, um, and and clearly it helped you massively. Yes, yeah. I because I was really just you know I the thing is is I you know for years like I I started in 1998 is when I started my business. I started as a freelance copywriter and I started that so I could write my books. And then here it was 2015, and none of my even though I had two novels written, they were in, sitting in drawers. 
and no nonfiction books. I've got five nonfiction books. Well, six, including the free one. Um, and I, so I had no nonfiction books written. I had two novels I'd written years ago sitting in a drawer. I hadn't written anything since. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> something had to change. So, because <laughs> what I was doing wasn't making, wasn't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> wow well i yeah thanks for sharing it with us um i'm sure there'll be uh, lots of people listening that are going to be doing that like literally getting off here and like right i'm going to write a letter to my business <laughs> what am i going to say to it is it going to be a love letter or a hate letter let's decide um so michelle we are sadly coming to the end of our time i could literally do it all over again i think um you're wonderful and very inspirational and i've loved chatting to you so thank you so much and um before we go um you've got um something uh for our audience haven't you to share um as a free gift yes so um you it so well so so definitely check out the the free book and then also my Mm. i do have a love-based copywriting template so we did actually start the talking about copywriting (laughs) (laughs) ran the gamut here um but yes, I. And if you want to get started writing love-based copy, I do have a free template that you can download. That's fantastic. And you can uh, download that at Michelle's um, website. So listen, I'm going to try and um, read this out now. So it's so you already know Michelle's website. So it's michellepw.com and then it's forward slash IBCB forward slash template. So that's forward slash Actually, no, I think it's, sorry, I apologise. I think it's oh, LBCB. No. LB, of course, love that. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> of course it is. Um, LBCB forward slash template. Um, Michelle, thank you, thank you, thank you for being such a wonderful guest on the show. Well, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. You're more than welcome. And thank you so much, everybody, for um, listening. Um, Seeing as today, we've been talking about love-based copying and love-based businesses and loving your business. Um, You know that I always leave you with a little thought at the end, and it's normally some sort of inspirational quote. And I was thinking about um, something that is hanging up in my spare room, actually. It's uh, it's a picture of Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. And um, Piglet is saying to Winnie the Pooh, how do you spell love and Pooh says you don't spell it you feel it and I just thought that was so appropriate for um, our chat today so that's my thought for the day whatever you are doing today have a wonderful day sunshine and we'll see you soon thank you for listening to present your power Be sure to join Abigail Rebecca for another episode of the series next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week and challenge yourself to do something you've always wanted to do.